0: NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real, villain, real, Terrell Furman Jr. here at your service. And good morning to Jalen, him, Brunson and Jalen, him, Brunson only. Nobody else. Good morning, Jalen Brunson. You are him, sir. You are himphony You are having a great month so far. 31 points per game on 58% from the field as a guard. Oh, man. Oh, man. The Knicks found one. The Knicks found one. I can't believe I came up here earlier this season and doubted Jalen Brunson. <laughs> I, well, it really was no offense to Jalen Brunson. It was re- like Jalen Brunson. Yeah. He's listening to this. I'm just letting everybody know he's listening to this. There's. It was no offense to you. I didn't trust the Knicks. I didn't. And so whenever the Knicks make a move, I just assume it's the wrong move regardless. But you were the absolute right move, sir. You was exactly what we needed. We have a point guard that can not only facilitate, but go get a bucket. He was giving the Nets buckets. Mikkel, giving (laughs) you buckets. Have some pride. Mikkel didn't do nothing. Because Brunson and Josh Hart came off the bitch and gave you 27?
1: 27? That was all Villanova guys, too. That's crazy.
0: 27? Oh, come on, guys. I mean, Hemphony, Neutron, <laughs> Hemine is all the adjectives. Jalen Brunson, bravo, sir. You you should be an all-star. You should 100% be an all-star. And I'm waiting for somebody else to drop out in the next couple of days so Jalen Brunson can walk into that spot. it's just I don't know he should be he should be competing with the best in Salt Lake City perfect Mm -hmm. emotional hedge for the next game last night betting the Nets and getting to see the Knicks finally beat the Nets after nine unsuccessful attempts (sighs) it's love day in the NBA Delonte what's going on
1: yeah man pretty good I didn't I didn't watch a ton of hoops last night I was Uh, I was at the UNC Miami game, seeing them get routed. Uh, but yeah, I just, I was catching up on some stuff, um, last night and seeing about seeing that about Brunson. I had a, I got a Knicks fan, um, friend loves the Knicks extremely. It was extremely down on the Jalen Brunson thing. He was, he was furious actually furious and now I wasn't
0: furious not, not, not you was, what I'm he, no, he no, was, but I'm saying he was furious yeah he was I furious. get but I get it but I wasn't because everybody was like why are you paying Jalen Brunson all this money and I'm like one I didn't think the contract was a lot of money like people are out here getting 200 million he wasn't like it wasn't a lot of money like you know the NBA is a market and so the market sets itself every time there's a new big free agent so he got what he deserved but I you just I mean? assume the Knicks were gonna fuck it up somehow. I mean, they always do. But Jalen Brunson is determined to make sure he let everybody know: nope, this is gonna work. I'm gonna work for sure. So he's working. Now though. we just gotta get he, rid he of tips.
1: Yeah, <laughs> get rid of tips. Yeah, he, Jalen, he's been phenomenal, man. He's been phenomenal, and all those Villanova guys on the court at the same time. How ironic is that?
0: Yeah, man. that's That was the angle I had on Mikel Bridges having a good game last night. It was the fact that, all right, Josh Hart, Jalen Brunson on the other side. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart were having this bromance moment when Josh Hart got traded to the Knicks. Yeah, and it's yeah. like nobody paid attention to Mikel that is down the street in Brooklyn. And I'm like, Mikel's going to come in here. He's going to have a good game. Be like, hey, I'm in New York, too. No, absolutely and, wrong. And Didn't he missed happen.
1: that game winning layup uh, against, um, who were they playing? I, I was on them uh he missed a game in a layup great look i forgot who it was but he he just missed it yeah so, yeah bounce in game from that but yeah All other right. than that man i, I didn't watch it
0: tonight. uh Trevor said that he looked up the whisper song yeah it's a very cultural song very cultural <laughs> cultural song and you know uh you know, is n- better late than never. I'll say that. That that that's what I'll say for that. Better late than never. I'm glad that you know about it. I'm glad your girlfriend liked the song as well. It is a again, it's a cultural movement of a song. Like <laughs> it's a really really big cultural song there. So very it's glad. Not Trevor that I Story can... of
1: the Boston Red Sox, is it? Uh,
0: no, no, because he has an E in his. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, assume yeah. it's not him, but he could be trying it, to play it's us. This is burner. Because man. It might be his yeah. Burner. This is burner account. Yeah. So Trevor Story of the Red Sox burner account, and he just learned the whisper song recently i believe trevor stories never heard the whisper song as well so <laughs> all right <laughs> uh, anything else i mean well let me go ahead and recap what i did yesterday on the show yesterday swept the board yesterday i had the golden state warriors minus three and a half never in doubt even after a blitz by the war the wizards in the first quarter really never in doubt there and then my dog pelicans money line I mean, come on, guys. I told you about OKC as a favorite. Like it was, it was such an easy handicap. No CJ, no problem. Brandon Ingram had thirty, I believe. And so, uh, yeah, that was my guy. We cashed the Brandon Ingram ladder too. Got Brandon Ingram twenty-five and thirty plus in the ladder. So a good cash there. I think that was plus two twenty. We had a really good day yesterday. Yeah. yeah, Scott, Scott was on Anthony Davis, and granted. He had a good day on the boards, but like you, you really should have cooked. Like he really should have cooked the Trailblazers better than that. He should have been penciled down for an easy thirty piece against the Trailblazers. Yeah, uh, Lakers, been. Lakers are running out of time, and I know they got all these new pieces, but they got to figure it out shortly. Oh man, what else happened yesterday other Can't than your really Lakers? And, you me. know. Yeah, five points. Bull, but I, th- I think it was the first game. The first game was the game to play. I really wasn't interested in the second game. The first game was the game to play. Yeah. I'm glad mm-hmm. that, you know, after 3 years on this show, I finally have the not worst team in the league, Like the <laughs> not worst team in the league. And that's that's great cuz your Lakers are pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Nets are trash now because they lost to the Knicks. So I can now say the Nets are trash. So the Nets are trash now. <laughs> so the, Nets are, are okay. the Nets
1: are probably better than the, than the Lakers. So I will give them that. No, no, a, the, the Rockets are the yeah least. no Rockets
0: definitely game. like Rockets, yeah Moon off Moon off definitely best. loses. As a matter of fact, I never had the worst team. We was always better than the Rockets. So Moon off still has the worst team of the podcast. Make sure you send him all of your condolences for what he has to go through in the NBA season, especially the fact that they're paying. 82 million dollars to guys that are not on the roster right <laughs> like there's there's a list of guys that's not on the roster and they're paying them a total of 82 million dollars this season including two different checks to john wall yeah john how wall many, is, how many two checks is John checks. Wall
1: getting from so i NBA think games.
0: he's he's getting two checks like he's he's for sure getting two checks one is significantly larger than the other but that other one is like you could take that other check and just have that in a different account, like maybe that's the kids' college fund or something like that. Like man. we'll just throw that other check in a different account because he y'all is, already paying me forty million dollars,
1: right? Like that's that's insane, man. Is is anybody gonna any interest in him? You think? I mean, he's hurt, so uh, who knows?
0: Uh, I think that. I would have some interest if I was Dallas, just to get another ball handler off the bench. I'm not really looking for him to be a scorer, but more of just a ball handler, like I can facilitate when I want to sit Kai and Luca down. Yeah. Um, other than that,
1: Phoenix, honestly, they need a backup point guard.
0: Yeah, I was about to. Say, yeah, Phoenix would be a good look. Like yeah, I think a there's guy a guy. number of contenders that he can go to and serve as a backup point guard. Who's the backup point guard now? In Milwaukee now that George Hill is gone. I mean um, you have just do they have a backup? We're talking we're about to talk about that game in a minute, but now that I think about it, off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, they don't have anybody. I don't think they have a backup point guard. So that would be a good look. Yeah. Milwaukee. I think he has options. He just and he looks like from where he was in Los Angeles that he's fine to accept the role coming off the bench and just being yeah. Uh, just being that backup guy, help facilitate off the bench. So, Here we go, yeah, I mean, Carter. Javon Carter. Yeah, Javon mm-hmm. Carter. But I'm like, uh, I, I would feel better, you know. You're looking at Carter for defense, and you're looking mm-hmm. at Carter for – uh, I would feel better with, or at least feel decent, of kicking the tires of John Wall and seeing, hey, let's see if John Wall can come in here and run this offense, or let's see what he can do. I think that there is a little bit, not a large market, but I think there's a little bit of a market
1: for. Yeah, John I Wall. think so. Yeah, if I was Phoenix, I'd just try to, I try to go get him. Just, <clears throat> I mean, they need some insurance. Landry and um, Landry Shaman and Payne are. Hurt
0: always. So Chris Paul is older. Lantry's more of a two guard anyways. It's, yeah, so but it's really use- like, yeah, Chris Paul goes go down. To go to yeah. Hey, you really do need to assurance for Chris mm-hmm. Paul, because if Chris Paul goes down, you're I don't think that they go into a point guard. I think they're just saying, All right, Book, you're running okay. offense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're running offense and it's gonna be you and KD doing a tag team right there. But
1: yeah, it's taken away from his from his offensive scoring ability also. So
0: mm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about the slate today. But before we do that, let me go ahead and talk to you about the official online sports book of the Sports Game Podcast Network. And that is Win Bet. Live in a bunch of places. Arizona is one of them. We were just talking about the Suns. Uh, great promos, odds, and payouts. Everything you need at WinBet. You have the same game parlay, aka the Win. Build your own bet, live betting. And if you hit the longest parlay of the week, the biggest parlay of the week, and it does, you don't even have to put a light on. It. You can put a dollar on it and hit the longest parlay of the week, and you're gonna get a thousand dollar free credit. So there's a different ways to tackle that. Like you could. Make something really, really big and just go for everything, or you could hit a decently sized parlay and hopefully everybody else that went for a big parlay missed. And now you got a thousand dollar free credit. So, so much to so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to dot slash win bets and sign up today. You'll get a special offer bet one hundred dollars, get one hundred dollars limited to state availability. Again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject, change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, let's get into the picks. We have the Boston Celtics traveling to Milwaukee to play the Milwaukee Bucks. This is on nationally televised TV, TNT. Bucks are laying eight and a half now is what I see. The line opened up is at minus four. Now they're laying eight and a half at home 225 and a half is the total injury report for these two teams. And I'm going to just go ahead and start with the lead. Jason Tatum is doubtful for this mm-hmm. game with a uh, illness. So, little bit of a bug going around, and Jason Tatum is doubtful. That's really where this is coming from, and uh, this line and why you saw that big line movement is because their best player is looking like he's not going to play. Robert Williams and Grant Williams are both questionable. Malcolm Brogdon is probable, so getting Malcolm Brogdon back is definitely going to be a help. So you're looking at some type of makeshift lineup of Derek White, Sam Hauser, Al Horford, Robert Williams, and we'll see what they do in the middle there. Probably it be Grant Williams coming into the starting lineup, but I don't know. This, this is he is questionable too, right? To yeah, he's questionable. So it could be Grant Williams. In, I mean, yeah, Grant Williams in the starting lineup, but it also very well could not be. They could just punt this game entirely. And here we are for the Milwaukee Bucks. We have Giannis, who's probable. Chris Middleton, who's not on the injury report. Expect to see him coming off the bench today. Uh, Pat Connington is probable. Jake Crowder is still working on his conditioning, seeing how he hasn't touched the court all year. So he's out. And Bobby Portis is still on IR. So you're looking at Drew Holiday, Grayson Allen, Pat Connington, uh, potentially. And Giannis Antetokounmpo and Brooke Lopez all in the starting lineup in that one. All right. Let's handicap this game where one side is missing three of their best players. <laughs> yeah. Minus little, eight for the Bucks. What are you doing? Yeah,
1: lost a little bit of its luster. Uh, obviously, it could be a Eastern Conference preview, like finals preview, but we won't see it in full tilt tonight. Um, I, I wouldn't touch the game. Like from a total and spread perspective, maybe look in game uh, if you could. The Bucks are rolling. I think they've won like nine or ten straight. Uh, I would look for them early on, seeing if they they get out early, get a blowout, and just you know let everybody rest because I don't think they want to you know increase the the injury um, risk to some of these guys. So I think they can get up and get out early. I mean the Celtics, you know, they're probably gonna fight. This is why I won't take the full game, but. Early on, I think the Bucs can can lay it on They're one of the better first quarter, first half teams in the NBA. So I'd look at them first quarter, first half. I, I wouldn't play the game at all. Um, if I had to, I'd lean to the I'd lean to the Bucks, but nothing nothing I would play or I'll be on. Uh, <sighs> I mean, it's just too it's just too much. Like I don't know who's playing. Like I don't know. They, I mean, they you know, who's not playing. Whole, yeah, they basically got their whole starting five on the injury report.
0: Yeah, like you know who's not playing, and it is, but you know who's not playing. You know, Jason Taylor's not playing, Mm -hmm. Jalen Brown's not playing, Marcus Smart's not playing. Yeah, however, excuse me, time and time again, we've seen in this league that we have opportunities like this where one team is missing all the starters, the Nets versus the Pacers is one. The Warriors. I think that was this season. That might have been last season. But there was one time that the Warriors were like ten point underdogs to the Nuggets with the entire starting lineup sitting, and they covered that That number. Was Was that? Was that? But was was this the year that they covered it? Because I know one year they covered it, one year they didn't cover it. No, they 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 covered it this year, I think. Okay, so yeah, you have you have situations like that all the time, like where teams just kind of put it together and find a way to make the game close i think the nets actually won that game outright so i don't think that's a situation here where the celtics are coming in here to win the game outright but i wouldn't be i mean i wouldn't be surprised this is one of those weird spots that bucks first quarter yeah I, i like that play they've been really good to the first quarter and um this is a really good good chance to blitz this celtics team and really just like what's the word i'm looking for to really just smack them around a little bit. Like this is a team that knocked you out in the playoffs last year. I don't nobody forgets that. This is a rivalry that's going on between these two teams. I don't think that they're gonna overlook them because they have some players out, at least early on in the game. Now we talk about late game and sitting Giannis. Of yeah. course, I think that they're gonna want to get Chris Middleton some extra burn, but at some point I gotta assume that if this is a blowout, the starters are gonna sit, especially going into all star break. You really don't want any issues go uh, in this point in the season right here, going into All Star, and okay, mm-hmm. give the guys the rest that they need. So, <sighs> Boston's won the last, won the last meeting and absolutely blew them out on Christmas Day.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say on Christmas. Yep.
0: I'll go ahead and just say that the Bucks return a favor. And if I had a lane, it'd be Bucks minus eight and a half. I'm not playing playing that one. I'll decide if I want to play Bucks minus three and a half in the first quarter. It's a really good play. I just haven't decided if I want to actually get to the window on that bet just yet. Uh, all right, total sitting at what is this game total at? 225 and a half. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, I I lean under. Um, Bucks playing good defense. Celtics are obviously lacking some of their offensive firepower. Derek White has been playing extremely well. Uh, I think he got player of the week or player of the month in the Eastern Conference, if I'm not mistaken. So, <laughs> hey, man, he's he been lighting it up. So, uh, other than that, I mean, I seen somebody in the chat talking about uh, Sam Hauser.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about the guy that said, why is AD such a bitch-ass? That's what I Oh, was, no, no, I, I just see, that. <laughs> My guy.
1: But, uh, but, yeah, man, uh, I don't think the Celtics are going to have the firepower to to be able to put up points against an, an elite Bucks defense. And the only thing I can see is if they get blown out early and then, you know, the Celtics' reserves just, you know, go in, checking up threes. But uh, I'd lean under, uh, thinking the Bucks hold them down to at least, you know, 105, 104 uh, of the sort.
0: I want to be contrarian in this game somehow, and I don't know how I want to do it. I almost got there on the side. I want to do it on the total, but the total doesn't even look like the contrarian side, honestly, because I think this is kind of an under game, too. Like, I still think that defensively, they still have, the Celtics still have rim protection. Yeah, Uh, It's still got Grant Williams, who's very, very physical. I think that the outside... Shot maybe where they're going to lack today, but I don't think that it's going to be a whole bunch of easy buckets down low because the main people that are the reason why Giannis has some trouble with the Celtics are still playing in this game, and that's Robert Williams and Grant Williams. Both of them tag team and are a pretty good one-two punch of slowing down Giannis from going from 50 points to 30, 25. So... Good point. I think I still am leaning the under, so maybe Boston is the contrarian side that you need to play in this game. Yeah, it does look maybe. like some sharp, does look like some sharp movement is on Boston, but I don't know if that sharp movement came before the Tatum trade. I'm not Tatum trade, but before the Tatum news or after. I I just can't touch the side in this one, but I think I still feel good with an under on that total. I know it looks low, but I think that I still feel good with an under.
1: Yeah, we need the Luke cornet props, man. Luke Cornett over points and rebounds. That's all we need. I see somebody in the chat talking about Muscala. Is Muscala did, did he play in the
0: Yeah, he was on fire. <laughs> he was not missing. He wasn't oh, okay. missing. He was doing really, really he he fit right in. He, he oh, okay. was so doing, I didn't watch him. Good. I didn't watch him play. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, well, no,
0: he was doing pretty good. I was watching that game and that's why I was I raised my eyebrow at when I saw the Sam Hauser three point props because I'm like, uh Hauser has been like, I think since he got into the starting lineup, he's been pretty automatic from three. Let me see. Mike Scala in the two games, he's got double digits in both games. He was two for five in that second game against Memphis on Sunday, four for eight in that first one against Charlotte. Not bad. And Hauser, let's go. We can shoot
1: four for eight against Charlotte. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, Very true, very true. am not even going to combat you on that. Yeah, Hauser's been, been automatic. Four straight games of double-digit points, 20, 12, 14, 15, 6 for 11, 4 for 9, 4 for 4, 5 for 9. I mean, it's there. But the issue here is that who is creating an opening for him this time? Because it's a lot easier to get open when Jason Tato's commanding a double team almost every other possession. Mm-hmm. Are you able to, you know, beat your one-on-one matchup, get open and shoot from the outside? I don't know if that's going to be Hauser's. Op- if this game is going to be his opportunity to do that, I think, I think the easy look maybe just be Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon to just have a game. I mean, he has history with this Bucks team. He knows this Bucks team. I, I think that Malcolm Brogdon might just be the play and not think too cute about it, just go next man up mentality. Tatum's out. Bro- uh, Brogdon's probable. Probable. I couldn't even say that. Probable. It, it just seems like, yeah, let's just go ahead and bat Malcolm Brogdon and have a good day today. I, I really don't think it's – this is one of the games to get too cute for on Boston side of ball. Cause I'm just curious on how they're going to, they're going to have to swing the ball around. Like they're going to have to swing the ball around and get a lot of movement to get the looks that they want from three. So you could see some people like a Grant Williams corner. I could see Grant Williams having two corner threes in this game, especially being in the starting lineup and him saying, I want more minutes. Like he straight up told the team, I want more minutes. And I, I, I think that there was a report that he has to be traded because he wasn't getting the minutes that he wanted. Grant Williams? Yeah. I'm almost positive that I saw I saw something about that. I gotta go look that up. Let, let me not talk about it before I look it up, but I'm almost positive that I saw something out there in the atmosphere that said. Oh, that I ain't Grant disputing Williams.
1: it. I'm just saying like who is he to be asking? Who the hell is he to be asking? Oh, him? I'm waiting no, I
0: mean I mean he's he's solid. Like I think <laughs> I mean, he's solid. I think he can I think, could it's, go more, up I think it's more
1: of a team concept. Like he, he looks better with with the Celtics than he would with the like just any other team. I mean, I'm not knocking. Him, yeah, no, no. I, no. I think hand. he's. Like,
0: I definitely think that if he goes somewhere else, he's not gonna like. He's not gonna be yeah. as interesting to look at. So. Yeah, good player. I mean, he's a good player, but I mean, like, I'm gonna back Grant Williams today. I think <laughs> it just. I don't know. Sometimes you just have a weird feeling. I'm gonna back Grant Williams today.
1: Yeah, man, I feel you. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't really know what to touch in this game. I, I don't want to touch any books props because I think they might blow out the Celtics and who knows how minutes get um, allocated. So. Yeah, I don't have any any fun props. Maybe um I mean, maybe look at just Giannis rebounds or something, thinking that he'll just dominate inside like he always does. Especially with no Tatum, no Brown at the line maybe of Maybe this is
0: a maybe this is a first quarter game where I, I've been seeing a lot of these first quarter props pop up in different markets where where you're taking players in the first quarter. I mean maybe oh, I, haven't seen, so, I haven't seen those. Yeah, like, you know, it'd be like I think uh, what's one that we all uh, we was betting on here a lot Shea, because Shay always goes off early on in the game and you'll look up and he'll have 10 points in the first quarter. And I think he was sitting at like nine and a half first quarter points for a really, really long time. So mm. maybe it's something like that. I haven't really tapped into that market or not. M-U. Hopefully uh, this gives an idea to one of the listeners to look into it and see if there's a play that they really like in that market. But maybe this is a first quarter market where the Bucks say, hey. Everybody likes Bucks first quarter. Maybe this is a prop market where they just blitz them real quick. Giannis has a really good first quarter, and then things slow down because they're up so big. Or Boston makes this close, and Giannis has to stay on the court anyway. Yeah, like, I mean, so yeah, I can different... I can
1: see a couple of things happening, so I, that's why I just don't have a strong feel for it. Maybe Brook Lopez has a has a decent game.
0: Um, you
1: know, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't got a good feel for it, but Brook Lopez is the one player that I can see having. Um, a decent game stretching the floor. Him, I, think and gonna and and I think it's going to be a lot of threes
0: by Boston. I think it's going to be a lot of threes by Boston. I just can't see Boston. I mean, if they're hitting, Tatum they're gonna and be, Brown, they're going to be trying game. to go it's inside it. the paint. Yeah. I don't think that I don't think they're going to try to go inside the paint on this team, especially with Giannis and Brooke Lopez there. I think they're I think they're just going to sit there and say, "Hey, we got three point shooters. Let's swing the ball around a bunch and find somebody that's open and just put up a bunch of threes in this game." So, hmm. I think three. I think your threes props are your best bet for your Boston players because you could probably get somebody for three four uh threes at like crazy plus money and have a good day and you made money off this game so if i were to play this game i think that's what i look at boston players threes props all right let's see here uh i think we beat that one over the head let's move on to the next game of the slate we have the Orlando Magic going to play the Toronto Raptors. Raptors are laying seven at home. Open up at six now over to seven. 221 and a half is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Orlando Magic, who played yesterday. They beat the uh, Chicago Bulls on the road. So really don't have much to say from that. Me and Scott called that one. Very good call by us. It really wasn't in doubt at all. The Bulls, man, they cannot beat teams under 500. (laughs) Cole Anthony is questionable with the wrist, it looks like. I think that's like the only information that I really have for this game. And for the Raptors, you have Gary Trent Jr., questionable with the calf injury, Precious Achua, questionable with an ankle injury, OG and Anobi, and Otto Porter still on IR. So... I mean, I think it's pretty easy for me, but I'll hear what you say. (laughs) What are you on?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I don't uh, I don't trust the Raptors to lay this amount of points, especially to a team that has beat them twice this season. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat them as seven point
0: seven and eight point underdogs. It was a back to back. That was a back to back road game yep. set. I, yep. I, that was what I was talking about. And I said that the Raptors are just tired of playing in Florida. Like they spent the a yeah. whole year in Florida. T- they spent a bubble in Florida. Then yep. after that, came back and spent another year in Florida like they were tired of playing in Florida. They're always going to suck in Florida.
1: Yeah. So both games went under. Um, I think that the Magic pretty much controlled the the tempo of the game and played at their pace. Uh, the The Magic have length and can get out. They've been running as of late. They don't like the run, but they've been running as of late, which has been attributed mm-hmm. to their success. The Raptors do have the size and length on the wing to be able to you know combat that. But I, I mean, as again, I just don't trust the Raptors to to cover a big number against. A team that is 13, is 30, 19, uh, 30 and 19 as a dog. So, like, uh-huh. I, I, just, I just don't trust them. Uh, I'd lean to Orlando. Uh, maybe look to play Orlando early. Uh, they're pretty good in the first quarter, 8 and 2 ATS the last 10 uh, in the first half, also uh, 17 and 12 ATS in the first quarter on the road. Uh, so, maybe look to play Orlando early. As far as Toronto, I mean, they don't, the only thing that they do well, like, considerably well is they take care of the ball and they turn opponents over so they're number one in both of those um turnover percentage offense and defense their bottom three in key shooting metrics uh you know effective field goal effective three point percentage so they can't shoot they can't defend anything but the good thing about it is orlando doesn't shoot a you know ton of threes so it, it, I can go back and forth with it if I had to I just take the points I don't think it's I don't think it's overwhelming for the magic to come on a back to back I know somebody in the chat was saying, um, the Magic were one and nine uh, on the on the back to back. I wonder is that like ATS or is that like straight up? That's what I have the question that I have. But yeah, I don't trust the um, I don't trust the Raptors to be laying this amount of points to to a solid team who's pretty much had that number in the first two uh, matchups. So I'd lean to the Magic. I, I won't be playing it at all though.
0: Okay, great. So we we're on the opposite side of that. Perfect, because I'm on the Raptors. Okay. <laughs> I'm on the Raptors. I know it's ugly. I know it's disgusting. I know you sit there and you see Toronto minus seven, and you're like, no, no, don't do it, blah blah blah. Oh, what they be doing in elementary school? Cooties, cooties, cooties. Like, no, no. <laughs> I know you're sitting there saying that. I understand. I completely understand. The Raptors are about to blitz the Magic today. Like they're really about to blitz the Magic today. I, the one for nine back to back, I understand. But if you look at, is that straight up list, or ATS? Uh, I don't know. I'll look it up. I, I just saw a guy. Oh that, no, I can look that, it up while you talk. About. You do. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. So basically, <sighs> I understand. I understand. It's a disgusting play, but one. As uh, who said that? Corday said in the. In the chat, public dogs have fleas, man. And everybody is here looking at the magic. Everybody's seeing what the Raptors did at home on Super Bowl Sunday. And only winning by one against the lowly Pistons, like they were were given 11 and a half points and they won by one. Everybody's seeing that. And that's why everybody is on Orlando. Orlando just got a very nice win on the road against the Bulls where they really, really was never in doubt. Like if there was ever a game that was not in doubt that, that was gonna win yesterday, it was the Raptors. I mean, not the Raptors, it was the Magic. The Magic absolutely controlled that game from start to finish. And so I think this is a different situation and I'm interested to see how the adjustments from Nick Nurse and his Raptors team come with Jacopo, uh coming into the lineup here because they played him about a solid 25 minutes, uh, six points, five rebounds. You know, decent day, but it was still Pascal Siakam, majority on the boards. But he just adds another element of size on the inside for the Raptors that they didn't have. They did truly didn't have since they traded him to the Spurs. Like, so uh, they get that element of si- size back. You have reverse line movement talking about everybody and their mother that is on Orlando in this spot on a back-to-back. And the Raptors, how they played that last time out. But I think that this is do-or-die time for the Raptors. Like, I truly do. I think this is do-or-die where they are saying that, hey, we have to start turning this season around. This is our team. Like, I understand everybody had the – Trade rumors. Everybody was concerned. Nobody knew where they stood. This is our team for the rest of the year. So at at least we're going to go out here and try to put on a run like we did last year and try to make the play in, make the playoffs or do something. So I really think that this is the start uh, going into all-star break where the Raptors say, hey, we're about to we're about to clean things up. And it's starting with the Orlando Magic here, who are two, 24 and 34, where we know we're a better team than them. And they're coming off a back-to-back traveling to Canada from Chicago. Like, that's not a, it's not a crazy long flight, but it's not an easy travel to crossing the border on a, for a back-to-back. So it just seems like a very easy play for me to take Toronto in this spot. I know it's disgusting. I know you look <laughs> at Toronto minus 70, you're like, no way. But this is the spot where I think they actually blitz the Magic. Like, there is too many red flags with the Magic
1: for me Uh, yeah so the the stat they got to be one and nine straight up because they're five and five off back to back ATS so that's that one and nine is straight up
0: Okay, so, um, you know, still, still a possibility for the Magic there, but I yeah, think that I this mean, is the spot where Toronto gets right. Like, this is their get-right spot A Magic. You lost to the Magic back-to-back set on the road. Now you're seeing them again uh, here at home. They're on a back-to-back, plus travel, plus crossing over into Canada, and you know how Canada do all does all those things. I know I got a bunch of Canadians that'll tell me, oh, man, it's a struggle getting across the border. Or blah, blah, <laughs> like Yeah, so... I, I think that this is a really good spot for Toronto. That's all it is. I don't think it's anything about the team. I just think this is a good spot for Toronto.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't hate it. I just they got a lot of they got a lot of what a lot of people don't have to defend the magic. Like they got long, lengthy wings, just like the magic do. Um they'll be able to to you know convert some of that stuff in on the inside. Uh yeah, I mean the Raptors, I just don't trust them. I mean, I I won't be playing either side, uh, but I'll be rooting for you. I can root for you. I just uh, – I don't – I'm not going to put my money on it.
0: Yeah, no. I get it. All right, 221 is total. 221 yeah. and a half, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I lean under. Uh, both teams are uh, mid-20s in pace, uh, Orlando 20th and uh, Raptors 25th. As we mentioned yeah. earlier, the previous two meetings went under. I think it was a 223 and 223 and a half was the closing number, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for All both right. of those games. So they both stayed under. Um, both offenses struggle shooting the ball. Now, the only thing that, that I can see is I can see t- I, I can see a Avenue where Toronto is on fire. And if Gary Trent and Precious Achua actually play, I'm not sure if those guys are, are going to be playing tonight. I think they're both questionable. Um, if they get some perimeter shooting from Gary Trent and Pascal's being on a tear lately, uh, and I mean, Scotty Barnes scored 20 last game, so maybe he's getting his offensive confidence back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see, you know, maybe a Raptors team total over versus the full game under. Uh, if if you like that, I know somebody was saying Toronto te- first team. I mean, Toronto team total over in the first half. Uh, I don't quite know the numbers on that to to back it, but I do know that Orlando has been incredible in the first half. So if you like Orlando, I look at them in the first half mm-hmm. and maybe pivot to to the Raptors in the second half.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty solid move there. All right, any props you're on in this one? Um,
1: I like Paulo over six and a half rebounds. He's over eight of the last nine. He has six in the first meeting and 12 in the second meeting uh, in the matchups, but the way they've been playing him lately with Wendell Carter at the five and him at the four, mm. he's been posting up more. Uh, I've been killing it with him. They actually raised it. It used to be five and a half. He's five and a half, six at plus money you could mm. get, but – they raise it up a little bit because he's been killing it. Uh, I like his rebounds. He's going to have to get in get in the paint and and bang with Scotty Barnes and Pascal and Jakob. So I think it's a good place for him to get, you know, eight or nine rebounds. Uh, I think he had like five in the first quarter in the last few games. So he's been doing pretty well with that. Um, another thing I like is Wendell Carter, over one and a half threes made. Uh, he's uh-huh. over in three of the last five. He's averaging almost five a game, 4.6 like attempts. Uh-huh. Uh, Rap's not good at defending the three, uh, 28th and de- 25th, I'm sorry, and uh, effective three-point percentage defense. Uh, so, I mean, he could step out, pick and roll, pick and pop, shoot a-, shoot a couple threes. It's at plus money. I think it's like plus 130. So uh, I think that's a good look for him. And uh, I know you like Pascal. You got to like Pascal if you like the
0: Raptors. I mean, uh, actually, uh, I'm not really pressed to play Pascal today just because of the size inside for the magic, so yeah, I, don't hate that. I think it's more of a. I'm I'm thinking I'm kind of torn between Scotty Barnes and maybe this is a Fred Van. F- I just hate playing Fred Van Fleet because he's so bad percentage wise. Like he's so bad percentage. I don't wise. like playing Scotty Barnes I'll, for the exact same reasons. Yeah, like, but I think that this is. I think that this is one of those games that those guys turn it on because I think I really truly believe that. Like, this is similar to that Spurs game where the Spurs came into town and they just blitzed them out the gate and just came out and won the game. So, uh, I think I- I'm still waiting and deciding Amazing. on my Raptors props. I'll probably, I'll probably be playing uh, Raptors props a little bit late uh, later. So, I'm still waiting to decide what I want to do with the Raptors. But I'm still going to play Wendell Carter double-double at 2-1. I still feel pretty confident about that, like. I think that he has a good opportunity for rebounds, especially if this doesn't go in my script. Like my script could be wrong. I don't have the winning script. I had the winning script for the halftime show. I had that. I definitely had the winning script for the halftime show, but I don't have the winning script for this game. So my script could very well be wrong. And if it is, there's a good possibility that Wendell Carter is a reason for it. Just because of how strong he is on the inside, able to uh, clean up the the glass and give the Raptors, not the Raptors, give the magic more possession. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, if you do right. like Pascal, if people do like Pascal, i look at him points, rebounds, and assists, uh 32 and a half, over in three straight. Uh matchup is not ideal, but I think yeah, he can it's just th- that,
0: yeah, it's the matchup. Yeah,
1: but but he can get in and get to the line, um and, and score some free throws and, and get that point total up. But I think he'll be able to bang inside uh with, with the magic front line and, and get some rebounds. But yeah, I, I lean that way. Just something I was looking at. I didn't play it, but I was leaning that way.
0: I may have, like, a threes parlay today because I feel like I'm liking a lot of teams' threes today. All right. Bucks first uh, quarter at even money?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm about to go play that right now.
0: Oh, on three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. All right. Next game on the slate, we have – that's Bucks first quarter minus three and a half for, at even mm-hmm. money for those that are listening to the podcast version. Sacramento Kings are – on the road to go play the phoenix Sun. suns are laying two and a half at home open up at three and a half now sitting at two and a half 233 and a half is the total injury report for these two teams Then we have for the sacramento kings malik monk is out with an ankle injury and for the Phoenix Suns, T.J. Warren is available. Darius Vate. It's like you just have the reinforcements coming into this game. Darius Baisley and T.J. Warren are both available for this game. Uh, Kevin Durant, campaign, Landry Shevitt all on IR. You know you're not going to see them. So we're getting another look at a different group for this Suns team. But the Suns have turned it around since this trade. I think since the trade they've won – Oh, did they? Yeah, they lost that game to Atlanta. So, what is that? Oh well, yeah, but they were little—they were more competitive. I think they're a little bit more competitive in that game than led on. Well, I've been impressed. I've been impressed by the Suns and seeing how they play. And I think if they win this game, can we admit that the Suns turned it around? Like, this is a pretty good Kings team. Looking at oh man, I thought six, they sixteen and eleven on the road, thirteen and eight as an underdog. If they get this win, they might be. You know turning their season around you think they've already turned it around
1: I mean I I thought they were trending up even before the trade I just thought that you know without Booker I mean it's hard to get a gauge I mean they were missing three key pieces they were missing Booker Payne and Shamit I mean you know Payne and Shamit aren't world beaters by any means but to that team they mean a lot that means you're you're relying on you know Dwayne Washington who has actually been pretty good but you're relying on some some key guys getting minutes that don't normally get minutes you know so I thought they were trending up. I, I've been on them a lot. Like, I think every time we talk about the Suns on, on this podcast, I've been on them thinking that they were going to turn it around. They have been playing extremely well defensively. Like, top, they were top three in defensive rating over the past month and a half, I think. Um, Aiden mm-hmm. has been, been more assertive. I mean, other than the two-rebound game that he had a few games ago, he's been really killing it on the glass. Uh-huh. CP3 has looked better. Um, not, you know, of course he's never going to look like his old self, but he's looked serviceable to, to an extent. I think Booker being back, I mean, just changes everything. Like that team is, is still, it's still good. And when they get when they get KD back, then they're going to be even better. Obviously, I mean, I'm not splitting Adam here, but you know, mm-hmm. some of the things that they can do offensively and what they have defensively um, with A and, and KD defending the paint. I mean, I think that's sky's the limit. But you know, they don't have KD in this matchup. But I, I do kind of like them to to get it done here. I, I don't think that Sacramento can can match up with them. Uh, on a physicality standpoint. Um, Sacramento's more finesse. 25th in, in defensive rating. They are first in offensive rating, but I think the Suns are playing at a high level defensively, and they'll be able to to you know sustain some of the runs that Sacramento goes on. And I watched Sacramento a lot in the past, like four or five games. I mean, the Rockets were playing with them, and the Rockets aren't nearly on the same level as any team in the NBA, let alone one of the better ones in the Suns. So I have my I have my concerns with Sacramento, especially defensively. I mean, I know they're gonna get their points offensively. Um over the last five games, they're allowing 127.3 points per game. Now Phoenix is not gonna outscore anybody by any means, but I think Sacramento's defense is just that bad where they'll be able to get what they want. And Booker is what is his third game, I think, off off of the uh, from being back.
0: Yeah, so I think, think he's game number
1: three. Yeah, so I think he's he's getting his rhythm back. Uh I like the Suns. I mean, I like the Suns a lot. They're returning home from a five game road trip. I'm pretty sure KD's gonna be in the building. I'm pretty sure it'll be more electric than, than ever. Uh they've held three of the last five opponents to under 105 points. And that's gonna be really tough to do with the the number one offensive rating um well num- number one offensive rated team coming in. But I think they'll be able to to uh to lock it down and-, and get a win tonight. Um one of the things that Sacramento also does well is they finish at the rim, fourth in rim percentage offense. But the Suns are top fifteen in that; they're thirteenth in rim percentage defense. So, a lot of the things that that Sacramento does well, I think Phoenix can combat that. So, I like Phoenix a lot in this game.
0: This is this is a tough game because both of these teams are pretty solid to the number in terms of the playing divisional games. So, you have the Suns who are the number one team in. Against the, the division, and that is eight and zero ATS, eight and zero straight up actually too as well. Sacramento eight and two ATS, five and five straight up in division games, and this is a really big game. I mean, these teams are what? Wait, are the Suns up to four? Are the Suns LA up three earlier in the conference? No, 100. I'm talking about I'm talking about to the uh, in standings. Yeah, the Suns are up to four, so they're two yeah, games man, back yeah. with the three seed. So it's like, been playing, been playing this years. is. This this is a game that really matters. Like this is a game that really really matters, and both teams want this one. Mm. I feel like I feel like Suns minus two and a half is so chalky. Mm. Why can't I get there? I've, I've been talking. <laughs> I've been talking about I like what the Suns have been doing recently, but why can't I just get there on the Suns today? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna just suck it up and just say Suns minus two and a half. It it just feels like that should be the play, but I know this Kings team, and this Kings team is scrappy on the road. When you give them a good opponent, like when you when you send them on the road in a game that you're like, oh yeah, the Kings are out this one. They're not gonna win this one. They get really really scrappy and find ways to win that game.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I just I don't think Phoenix is gonna allow them to get comfortable offensively and be able to to, to score all those points that they've been doing. I mean, Phoenix defensively, even I mean, even without Bridges and um, and Cam, they've still been playing well defensively. The few games that they played without them, but I mean, I love Sacramento. You know, Sacramento is one of, is one of my go to teams to watch and just like how they play offensively. But I don't think that. Bro, DeAndre do Aiden beautiful... is really
0: soft, man. I mean, who, who but who inside is I mean he's with we guarding Sabonis? I mean Sabonis is I mean you know, it's not and... even but I'm not I'm not even looking like guarding wise. I'm just thinking like Sabonis is gonna clean up the boards. Like Aiden There's <sighs> so many times Aiden will fold on you on a rebounds spot. You, Damn, it's and it's because I'm he's not he's, down, he's down. not being strong going for, to the rim. Like this is pure eyes on basketball. He's not strong going to the rim. And Whereas Sabonis, Sabonis is going to push three, two, three people out the way to go get a board. Like, uh, I, I'm i going to take the Suns against my gut feeling. My gut feeling says this line stinks and that I really should be on the Kings. That's what my gut is telling me. I had to go with my gut. My gut's telling me to be on the Kings on this one. Hey, man, switch it up. But it's in the Valley. Man, it's going to be electric. Uh,
1: something while you're looking at it up, you know, I, I'll look to play the Suns in the first quarter too. Uh, Kings three and seven, ATS last 10 in the first quarter being outscored by almost four points per quarter. Mm-hmm. Suns are back home from that five game road trip. Building's going to be electric. Uh, I think, you know, some people may be still there from the Super Bowl. Oh, they
0: had a five game road trip before this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope. All right. Kings plus two and a half. <laughs> I was waiting for something. Some some inkling some inkling of a metric mm-hmm. to tell me that my gut was right about the Kings. Yeah, yo, you know we fade teams when they come back from a long road trip. Yeah, I usually do, too. Yeah, I usually do, too. You know we fade teams. No, you know we fade teams when they come back from a long road trip. And they went East Coast. They definitely went East Coast for that road trip, too. So, you had Indiana, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Detroit, mm-hmm. Boston, this is six games. Oh, no, six games? Yeah, no, it's five games. No, it's five games. Oh. I lied. I lied. Yeah, so Boston, Detroit, Brooklyn, Atlanta, Indiana. Now you're coming back home. And guess what? This was Super Bowl weekend in there this weekend. So it's not like they were resting that weekend. They weren't resting. <laughs> it wasn't rest going on this whole weekend. They haven't played since Friday, but it wasn't rest going on. So, yeah, nah. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's King- Kings plus two and a half.
1: That's yeah man, I, I I still I still like the Suns. I just met from like matchup wise and I don't know. I just it's something about the Suns team that I think is is gonna I don't know. It's just it's just a hint I got. I got I had this feeling for a while since they, they were turning up before they got Booker back, they got Booker back and looking even better. Um I, think I would just like up. to see them sign some some additional buyout guys to just to get some depth on on the roster.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that they'll be good. I really think they're good once they get everybody back. Like, I think they're gonna be good. But yeah, man, uh it's yeah, nah. That's a, that was a good reason. That was a good reason. That road trip metric, yeah. That first game back is is really really finicky sometimes. So I, I knew I liked Sacramento for some weird reason. That's enough. That's good enough for me. All right, total sitting at two thirty four. Two thirty-four is it? Totally I mean, I don't. I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time taking under with Sacramento.
1: Yeah, I mean, they pay uh, five. or Four of the last five have went uh, under for the Suns. Um, the Sacramento is playing five straight overs, but yep. I mean, they're allowing opponents to score one hundred and twenty-seven per game. So in the last five games, so uh, if you do like the under, which I don't, better hold your nose. Don't watch it because. Sacramento can score in her.
0: I just think this is a low this is a this is not a low total but this is a low Kings total. To- Kings totals are well close to 240.
1: Yeah, I think it's more respect to more respect to the Suns defense, you know, the, what they've been doing defensively as of late. Uh the Suns, I mean the um the Kings they score a lot of points on a lot of bad teams. I think some of the good teams they struggle to score against um Okay. Even like uh, let me see if I can find um, like the Raptors, they're not even a good defensive team. They scored ninety five. Timberwolves, which was one of the better uh, offensive team, I mean defensive teams over the last month and a half, one ten. Uh, and they scored one eighteen in in the back to back. Uh, yeah, it's just some some teams they just don't play well against. Uh, offensively, the Grizzlies one oh eight. So, I mean, it kind of just depends. But against the bad teams, of course, they blitz them, you know. Even the Pelicans scored 136 on them. Like, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Rockets scored 120, 126, but they put up 140 and 130. So.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I think it's over. Because I think the Kings earn it. I have to bet over. I think the Kings earn it. And only when the Kings are going to be in is so that they're finally going to score basketball.
1: Yeah, they pretty much are correlated. If you like the Suns, if you like under, and the Kings yeah. are over.
0: Yeah, I get that. I'll probably, uh, I I probably, think I might actually get to the window on this game. It's just, I don't know. I don't know why I had a gut feeling that I like the Kings. I feel like LeBron when he was like, I don't know how I knew that he was going to get 70 that night. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> but I, did. I feel like LeBron. <laughs> but I did. So <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought that the Kings were going to go get a win in the Valley tonight, but I do. Let's like the being big people. Let's like the being Kings plus two and a half. Sprinkle on the money line, too. All right. Let's get to the other nationally televised game. We have the Golden State Warriors on a back-to-back going to play the Los Angeles Clippers minus eight and a half for the Clippers line. Opened up at nine, down to eight and a half. 228 and a half is the total. That total's come down three points from two thirty-one and a half. Let's see. Can't really tell you much about the Warriors, but everybody mm-hmm. knows what the Warriors do. On back to back. So, Sit decent chance. Decent chance you're not going to see Klay Thompson. You know, you're not going to see Steph. Uh, let's see if Wiggins, Draymond, Jordan Poole normally plays back to back. So, you'll probably see Poole out there, but more than likely, you're probably not going to see Klay Thompson. For the Clippers, you have Kawhi Leonard, who is not on the injury report. And then it looks like Eric Gordon, Mason Plumley, and Bones Highland are all available to play. All right. Are you laying eight and a half with the Clippers?
1: Hell no. I ain't laying eight and a half with the Clippers. I ain't laying no number with the Clippers against anybody. Uh but I'm not gonna bet Golden State either. Um even though Golden State they're uh six and five ATS off a of back to back. But I mean they just they won't have the soldiers to be able to to withstand some of the things that the the Clippers do. Uh, on the offensive end, with uh, Kawhi and Paul George, and with some of those guys getting implemented, I don't know how effective they'll be. The newer guys that you just mentioned, but um, mm-hmm. I do like the under. I mean, it's kind of moving a little bit too far for me. I would like to get it at that at that open, but I did I missed it. Uh, twenty two of the twenty seven home games for the Clippers have went under, uh, so mm-hmm. they're three of the last five have went under. Golden State without some of those guys, I don't know if they'll be able to muster up some points. You know, with Poole, maybe score 25, 26, but he'll probably turn it over nine to ten times, uh, which plays into the Clippers, right into the Clippers' hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, I don't have a play on the side. Uh, if you force me to bet it, I just bet Golden State. So back to your theory about you know guys being out, team being at full strength. I mean, most of the time the dog is a good play, uh, but I mean I won't be playing it. I'll, I'll look at the under, see if it ticks back up a little bit. Um, but I'll, I'll pass this game altogether.
0: Yeah, well, I may not know what, you know, those three players do for this team, what they're going to do for this team, but I know what they're not going to do, and they're not going to play any defense. That's what's not going to happen. So, uh, Mason Pumley, probably the best defender out of Gordon, and definitely better than Bones. So, I think that there. I think that this is a little bit of a stumble in the road for the Clippers. I'm. I'm not laying any points. I feel pretty decent. I'll wait till Clay is officially ruled out and get another point of value. I should probably. You should probably get another point of value when Clay is officially, officially ruled out and the injury report drops, and you can see what the Warriors are actually doing because there's still a chance that they sit Draymond. There's still a chance that they sit Wiggins because Wiggins has sat back to back sometimes this season. Draymond has sat back to back sometimes this season. So. Uh, you still have a lot of opportunity, but I mean, this is a this is an opportunity for that bench unit to continue what they were doing last night. They shot 58% from the field and 50% from three. And so, uh, well, the team did. And so, in that bench unit, you look at uh, Green, he was 5-for-5, five 4-for-4 five, four four from three. DiVincenzo was 6-for-9, 5-for-8. So, if there's any hiccup Defensively for the clippers in this game bringing in new people working them into the rotation I think this warriors team can't take advantage enough to keep this one Somewhat close on national televised tv. So A lot of tnt games have been blown out blowouts though. So We'll see but i'm definitely not laying the points for the clippers. I'd rather stay away before I do that
1: Yeah, how bad is tnt feeling with both of the games with supposedly good games and all the superstars are basically out
0: yeah, yeah, definitely supposedly good games. They should, they should be able
1: to out. flex some of these games and put the Suns Kings on.
0: Yeah, the Suns Kings will be a definitely a better TNT game for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh any total sitting at two twenty-eight and a half props? Anything?
1: No, I just lean under for the game. Um I, I just don't have any read on um what the clippers do offensively i mean with those guys being implemented i'm not sure how the minutes are going to get structured so i need to see it first for at least you know four or five games to see if he can find a pattern of how he's going to play those guys because they're like what like nine or ten deep right now you know with with guys they can play so um i mean i guess you can maybe look at paul george uh, points or something, but I don't have I don't have anything strong to be honest. I mean, Jordan Poole probably should go off if Clay doesn't play, so just wait. And if Clay is out, Draymond's out. I mean, Poole's probably gonna hoist up like twenty five, thirty shots. So uh-huh. I would look at that too. But I'm not gonna be playing anything in this game. I I might play the under if it ticks back up a little bit. Uh, I like where it opened at, not where it's uh-huh. seen at currently. Um, but other than that, man, nah, I I won't even be
0: watching this game. All right, let's see. I. I'm just gonna keep rolling with Deven though. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And he's has like been DiVincenzo. going crazy. Yeah, I am just it's a going Villanova heavy show to today, man. And yeah, it is. Holy crap. And um, yeah, Kawhi, why not? Sure. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I really don't trust Kawhi to do anything. But why not? This would be a good game for him. And it's the Warriors. Warriors took him out, so maybe Kawhi is a good game, but. I'm not really, I'm really, really not interested. Like, I don't have to bet this game at all because I don't know. It could be a blowout and people right. say or Anything it could can be very, very game. close or Anything. it could be very, very close Anything. and everybody plays four minutes. So, uh, I prefer not. Okay. We got a battle of teams off back-to-backs. The Wizards are going to play the Portland Trailblazers. Trailblazers are laying three and a half at home. 236 is the total injury report for these two teams. And we don't really have much. We'll wait and see if Kyle Kuzma was able to go tonight. He didn't go last night, so maybe he'll be able to go tonight um, with that ankle injury. And I believe uh, Grant didn't go last night either. So we'll see if he comes back on the second night of a back-to-back with, from that concussion. Other than that, we're still waiting to hear, so expect somewhat close to the same lineups that you saw last night. All right, Wizards back-to-back off a loss. Portland back-to-back off a win. Where are you leaning? Uh yeah, I
1: I kinda like Washington here, especially if Kuzma's was playing. I wanna I mean he's not gonna move the line or anything, but I kinda want him to be ruled in to, to get to get the bright number um or to be confident in the number. so I'd rather lose like a half point if he's playing rather rather than laying, you know, what, or you know, taking whatever and then him not playing. So if that makes sense. So both teams uh-huh. off of back to back are pretty good. Uh Washington seven and three, ATS off of back to back. Uh, Portland six and three ATS off of back to back. Don't think either team exhorted a crazy amount of energy last night. Um, and Washington has been playing pretty well lately. Six and four ATS last ten. They're they
0: like shot sixty th- percent last night in a loss. Right. right <laughs> they shot sixty percent right. in a loss. Like they gave up and, like one thirty five. Bill and Porzingis both had thirty. 30- I think Bill at thirty three. Porzingis at thirty four. So like, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's it's crazy, and they're they're not bad of a road team. They're like a couple games over, maybe one game over, uh, five hundred ATS on the road. Um, they don't play a lot of defense. That's that's one thing they don't do, but Portland doesn't either. So as of
0: late, yeah, just, just... they've been solid uh, points per game wise. I mean, not recently, but they've been, over the course of the season, they've been solid. They had their moments.
1: Yeah, early on, I think, is, is what is what happened. It's probably skewed those numbers early on because they were playing really well uh-huh. early on defensively. But um, Portland has struggled as of late, two and three straight up in ATS last five. They are 16 and 13 at home, just like uh, Washington. Offense has been pretty electric, averaging 122 points per game last five. Defense, really poor, allowing 126.2 in the last five. Uh, I think some of the things that Washington can do defensively will be able to maybe slow down Dame a little bit. I know he had 40 last night, but they'll probably trap him off the pick and roll with some length, uh, with Porzingis. Uh, Porzingis is not going to be able to, he's going to have to trap him because he can't guard him off that pick and roll. But Washington defends the, uh, defends the rim at a decent rate. So some of those dribble drives, Dame will probably get knocked down a few times and complain about a foul. But, um, I like Washington to to cover here. Maybe even win outright if they get Kuzma. If Kuzma's room in, I'll definitely be on Washington 100%. But right now, I'm just leaning to Washington. Um, I
0: don't know. This this Washington team has trouble with the the Trailblazers. Trailblazers have won the last three meetings, including the one that happened last week, I think it was, maybe a week and a half ago, something like that, where they played in Washington. Trailblazers got the dub. But they also won the two meetings that they had last year, and – I mean, if anybody remembers what that Portland team looked like last year. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good at all. So that's a very, very, very bad losses that the Washington team had last year. And so, I don't know. I think I think Portland just has the number. I, I, I like the offensive options for Portland. I, I know you're talking about if you get Kuzum back, but Portland could get Grant back, and that just adds more to what they can do offensively. But see, Stiebel, had a really good offensive game yesterday. I don't know if that's going to be him moving forward or if that Style, like man, he's free. Yeah, hey, man, look. I don't know if if he's able to do that consistently, then I don't know what the 76ers are <laughs> doing with this man on the bench, but we know that that hasn't been his profile for the most yeah, part. So I'm just going to scratch that one. I'm going to just scratch that one out, but I still think that Tiffany Simon's going to have a really good game. Grant, and if Grant's able to come back and Cam Reddish can get pushed to the bench, I think that's going to be a lot better for him. At Cam the end, push him to the end of the bench. The end. Uh, I went him to the push end. He's going to play more than Shady and Sharp. Him and, I think him and Shady and Sharp running that second unit is pretty good look. like That's a pretty good one two punch right there that I think can be able to still uh, produce some points. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to be world beaters and go out here and drop 25 plus each, but I think that they both can come off the bench and give you well into double figures. Uh, working as a tandem in that, and I think that once that connection builds between them, then that's going to be a pretty solid bench production for Portland. So Washington, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm really good on them. So I'm on Portland. I'm on Portland minus three and a half. I like that.
1: Yeah, man. I, I just I like Washington um, in a back to back spot. I, it's not. It's nothing crazy. I think both of these teams are pretty much like like power rating wise. I got probably got them about you know half point apart. Like. And it's a home game, so Portland a little bit for home court. So the number's probably right right on the money. But if Kuz gets back, I think I like what they can do defensively to be able to withstand some of the things for um, for Dame and, and Simon. So, yeah, uh, it's nothing, that, nothing strong. Um, I'm pretty much more stronger on the over in the game, uh-huh. both defenses being poor. Um, we went over the numbers earlier. Three of the last five, four, Portland has went over. Uh, at home, they're an over team. Sixty-four percent of their games at home have went over, uh-huh. and you know, we all know that Washington starts off fast, which is why I like the first quarter over as well. Uh, they dominated uh-huh. the first quarter last night, thirty-nine and twenty. Yeah, they they're
0: did. Big, they had a great first quarter yeah. last night.
1: Best first quarter, te- best first quarter over team in the NBA. Best first quarter over team. Yeah, I like game.
0: that play. I think that's they probably are, one of the better plays. Yeah, I like that. They are
1: um, they are forty and sixteen to the over. Uh, in the first quarter, eight and two, the last 10 to the over in the first quarter. They start off strong. I mean, and mm-hmm. I don't think either team's going to be able to stop one another. So, early on, before things get tight, if it's if it's a close game, which the line indicates is going to be a, a decent um, a decent game. So, i like the first quarter to come out and score each team to score 35-plus points to, to go over. Um, and I also like the full game over.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's a great play. I love that play. All right. Uh, Yeah, I'm on I think I'm... Mm, yeah, I think I'll just take over for full game too. It's kind of hard to get last night out of my head, and both teams were. Portland was a little bit better, but still left left something to be desired. Yeah, so both teams turned the ball over at a high rate over. too. So, but something. if I'm playing anything total wise, it's probably that it's going to be that first quarter over for sure. All right, that is the last game of the slates. Let's get into our lock and dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blanche, I'll let you go first, sir. What is your lock and dog?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it's coming off the game. We just talked about that'll, that'll be my dog, the Washington Wizards. We literally just went over it. So don't need to reiterate it. But I think that um, if Kuzma's in, I love it even more. Uh, if he's out, still like it enough to bet, as uh, long as it's over a, possession, over a possession at three and a half. So give me the Washington Wizards at three and a half. As for the, um, the dog, I mean, the lock. Let me get the Phoenix Suns laying a short number at home, two and a half at home.
0: All right. Let's see here. It's really nothing that I like really.
1: This yeah, is, why I, this is why I don't
0: work Tuesdays because it's boring. <laughs> All right. If I have to go with a lock, I'm going to go with the reverse live movement. Give me the Raptors minus seven. I normally I normally cash any play where I get reverse live movement. So, uh, I feel pretty decent about the Raptors minus seven there, and for, especially with the Magic coming off of a of back-to-back and traveling to Canada, like, it just, it feels pretty decent on place. So, Raptors minus seven, that's my lock for my dog. Ugh. Hmm. It's not really about attractive dogs. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, no. Let's just go with a lock battle. All right, I'll lock up Sacramento plus one twenty. Lock battle. Hey, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I, I I really I don't know. Uh, well, do I really? Um, is there anything else I could play? What what props? What's on the prop market? Does anybody have a birthday today? That would be a great <laughs> way to find a dog. I didn't even look at birthday props today. Let's see if anybody has a birthday in the NBA mm. today uh let's see mean whose girl
1: didn't post their, their valentine's day gift that's that's what you need to that's what we need to play on
0: <laughs> yeah some yeah some people are probably not even oh you might not want to back road teams they or they might be taking a side piece out let's see here all right anybody have uh uh no okay uh who's gonna have a great day in the association today Go back, back. I can go. Um, I don't know. I don't really like I don't really. I'm not it's really not, I mean,
1: it's not a ton of attractive things. Yeah, something. I'm not I'm feeling no here, dogs
0: so. on the money it's line, not, though, yeah, which it's is not. crazy. All right. When you're in doubt, j- fate the Clippers when you're in doubt. Okay. My dog, <laughs> my official dog, real dog, is going to be Golden State plus 280. Why not? Anything can happen. And it's the Clippers. And the Clippers find ways to both things. So, all right. Golden State plus 280 on the road. They get it done. Other have, than that, anything else you have for the slate today?
1: Nah, man, it's not attractive slate. Bet, bet college basketball today. Don't don't bet a lot of NBA. It's not a lot of good. NBA it is a big home.
0: college basketball slate dude. Yeah, but uh, I'll probably I'll probably be on some player browse. I'll put it into our uh, Discord sg.pn slash discord if you're not in that. And I'll probably back some player props today. Let me go back and get back into the lab and look there and see. What yeah, I got a um, bunch of player props I'll put in there today. I'll, I'll go ahead be, and just send a list. It'll be like something fun. Something fun, something crazy that uh, I'm looking at those. I'm telling you, threes, I just ha- I woke up this morning with threes on my mind and threes are probably going to be the way to go today. Like I could see somebody just going crazy from three and having a really good day. So, Alright, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? That's it, man.
1: Enjoy, enjoy, uh, love day with your with your uh, significant other. To everybody.
0: All right, and if you don't have a significant other, take that bottle to the head yeah. and have a good day. We are going to have a great day on Valentine's Day. So, uh, everybody, if you're not already, make sure you follow the pod. Like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, do all of that on YouTube. Uh, leave us a review. Leave us Please, a review if you haven't review. already. Leave reviews. That's how we keep the lights on and everything at on Spotify, on Apple, wherever you get your podcast. And we're going to be reading those. Actually, did we get a new one? If we got a new one in here, I can read that on here real quick. Let's see if we got a new one. Where's my reviews joint? Oh, there it is, podcast reviews. Boom. College Basketball Experience got one. MMA. Oh, come on, guys. We're losing to the MMA Gambling Podcast. Come on, guys. Fantasy Football's got a bunch of reviews. Where are we at? We don't have no reviews. They'll start rolling We're losing in. Football, to Fantasy Football. Football season's, over. football season's over now, man. They'll start rolling in. Oh, look. And Jeff is in here bragging that he's got some reviews. Come on, guys. Let me, let me be able to talk shit to Jeff and write us a bunch of reviews. <laughs> Other than that, Appreciate y'all for listening. You know where to find us on Twitter. Really have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of really ending the podcast. So I'm just in it like this. We are out of here.